Guys, shut the fuck up. Thank you. Really? What? You dickhead, you put gum in the bottom of my fucking <laughs> That's why you put fucking You asshole. I like well it. Well done. God. The best part is the coffee would pick it up, and then when he goes down to see what's there, it would drop in. <laughs> asshole. All right. So yeah. So yeah. This this week we had quite a few incidents of uh, Fraser inserting foot in mouth and tasting sock for quite a while, and it started with, and I think actually we should back up and do a little bit of um, uh, background. So, so the the girl that I was seeing mm -hmm. uh, went what? and hung out at her house. Was 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 is because you still need, current. You need to. There's legality involved now. <laughs> yeah, you, right. you have money on the line on this. The girl that I am seeing right there now. There we go. Uh, we were hanging out at her house, and she had a friend from Texas. Jesus. Uh, I took a Snapchat of her and her friend. We were just sitting around a table drinking, and her friend had a sombrero on, and I... Frazier, take it away. And uh, so he sent me this Snapchat. They're hanging out. And as he pans across, there's a person with red hair, and um, I swear you take all that, I'm going to cry. Suck my balls, Goomba. <laughs> um, and so, red hair and a sombrero on, and in today's political climate, the hair was long, like, to boob length, and I was like, that's a dude that is in the middle of transition. <laughs> and so I Snapchat back a video saying, oh, I, ho I think I said something along the lines of, I hope you're having a good time. Who's the dude in the background? <laughs> Who's the dude with the red hair? Who's the dude with the red hair? Yeah. And just as... No! No! You straight up said, is, is that, that a, a dude? dude? Yeah. Is that a dude? Right. Is this, I said, is, is that, that a, a dude? dude wearing the sombrero? And so... Um, then I said, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Right. And Gary jumps in. Basically, all six of us, including Trevor Nordquist, who will be joining us on the podcast here hopefully in a month or so. Even though you tried to help me earlier. <laughs> and lick your belly at the same time. Oh, sorry that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This means he's going to cough off a hairball. Can we leave this part in? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to start the show. Um. Anyway, so I said, is that a dude? Max opened it up, not expecting me to say anything like that. And the it gets broadcasted across the entire area. The person hears it. And, uh, yeah, basically we all jumped in and agreed that it looked like a dude. Poor gal. And then, uh, one of our, our buddy Trevor said, uh, can we get a clearer photo? I have an awkward boner. <laughs> and for context, we had bet Max that this girl he is hanging out with, um, that is, was there, that was not the person with the red hair, that in three or six, or what is it, six weeks time? Was that five. the bet? So it was five, five weeks, weeks time, which is going to be in June. He would not be seeing her, and me, Gary, and Max's boss have a hundred bucks on the table. And the other best comment was after that got played out loud was Gary saying, "Well, Max is out a few hundred dollars." Yep. <laughs> best part is she only knows that it's my boss that plays the bet. She oh. doesn't know about you two. Well, <laughs> she does now. She she yeah. listens. Good thing this will be over by the time this episode comes out. This episode comes out before that. Anyway, and then the other problem was. So, for those of you that don't know me, 
I don't get embarrassed by anything. Every time anybody's ever, ever anybody's ever asked, no, seriously, nobody's. Whenever anybody has ever asked me what's your most embarrassing moment, I don't have one because I don't get embarrassed. And so we, uh, but so we all get to my grandparents for a my aunt's birthday, and we're all sitting around having a wonderful time. And this is my uber religious side of the family, and we're sitting, and I'm oops. sitting in a chair. Oh yeah, oops better. is right. <laughs> And my uncle and aunt are sitting next to each other on the couch. And my grandmother from the kitchen goes, hey, send them that cute dog video that Liz sent you the other day. And it was this cute little dog video of, like, the dog moving its mouth to bark and somebody dubbing words over top of it. It was funny. Well, the problem is that same day, someone had sent me from work one of the videos, and it's the one where guys pouring gasoline on a fire... And at about 30 seconds in, it stops from being a guy pouring gasoline on a fire just as he's about to throw a match on these logs and turns into an elephant. Like the, a, a dude's dick the size of an elephant just swinging up and down as fast as he can while the really loud soundbite of the girl moaning as loud as she can <laughs> is playing. I accidentally sent him that video. And I found out because I sent him said video, and I'm sitting there watching his reaction, waiting for him to laugh at this funny dog video, and there's no sound. And I'm going, no, there has to be sound. Where's the sound? What's going on? This is taking too long. What's he watching? Has he not watched it yet? Ah! Ah! Oh, shit. And my aunt is leaning over his shoulder, looking at the phone, Uh-oh. and there's a massive dong going up and down. Did, did your aunt stop watching at this point? She like, looked away in horror or like no, no, no. looked she, at it like mm. You know what she did? No, no, no. You know what the worst part is? She looks at the phone, her eyes get half squint, she looks at me and cocks her head out of 45, like fucking really. Like you really just sent that to us. That's a typical ant move. Right, like she didn't get mad, she just like looked at me like uh, fucking it's really. It's the disappointment. Yeah. Look. In the middle of I'm my I'm still surprised family. it wasn't Trevor that sent that to you. I haven't even gotten to the punchline yet. Oh, I know. I had a chiropractor appointment to get to, so we had dinner. Thank God I can leave and get out of this very awkward situation around my whole family. Just as my hand touches the doorknob, I'm not kidding. It couldn't have been perfectly more perfectly timed. My hand hits the doorknob, and I open the door. Just as I'm pulling back on the door, my uncle goes, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. My aunt and uncle, my uber-religious aunt and uncle, got opened a dong video with a girl moaning as loud as she can in <laughs> front of my grandparents at my aunt's birthday party. So, in other words, you got your really religious side of the family to watch solo porn. Yeah. Well, oh, and the best part, I, I was like, I explained myself, I was like, I am so sorry, that was sent to me by a co-worker. My, uncle, my uncle's not Catholic, nobody's got videos. Tell your coworker I would like to see him in confession on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I was just about to say it. There's no. Now's not a good time to show them your drawer. No. <laughs> no. We are no. Uh, no. Frazier. Frazier, don't worry, sweetheart. You just need to bust that door wide open. <clears throat> All Frazier has to say is, welcome to my head. Well, and the best part is I told my girlfriend that this happened because she was partially responsible for sending me the cute video, which got me prompted to send the accidental that dirty video. And she has not stopped laughing at my face since. <laughs> oh, I need a Is she pointing me laughing? Oh, yeah. Yes. There's no <laughs> diplomacy. She I was full-blown reveling in my misery yesterday. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Bar Tools Podcast. This is Max. I'm here with our other co-hosts, Thomas, Gary, Frazier, and Cody. Now, I didn't do it. 
That's going to be my new thing. Doing a little bit of the Except for most there. of the time you did do <laughs> That's it. That's exactly why I'm saying I didn't do it. It wasn't me. <coughs> yeah. I, I do it at work now. Or I get it over the radio, and they just call me Junior because my dad's in the union too, and yeah. we haven't seen it. Junior, I didn't do it. No. <laughs> You're forever going to be known as Stuntcock. <laughs> Stuntcock! Anyway. you got to say it right. Stuntcock! <laughs> anyway. So talking about job sites. Uh-huh. What uh, what, uh, what what There's I've never been on any other job site sites in a shop. Right. And so what are some of the uh times where your job site did you dirty? Like having a tool that was always broken, never worked. Uh... either the job site was cursed yeah. or this job site's bus shop whatever was like like I don't know Cody's story. I'm not spoiling it. Or but your like job site is mobile, right? Like you have a bus that no one wants, and you got it that day. Or mine involves a job site that no matter where when I went to it, it was I fucked. got I was it was freezing and raining no matter what. And then there's a whole bunch of other shit. Like the job site was cursed. Like what job site or truck or 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 lift or what was it? That was always screwed up, and or so somebody works. or somebody never took care of something, so it was always broken, like the ice cream machine at McDonald's. So what's your story? <laughs> mine? Yeah. Okay. So mine is again at the HVAC company. Me and Race would go to various locations, and we spent most of our time in Bothell Woodenville area doing new construction. Not that hard, no big deal. Now keep in mind, Race lived in Marysville. I live in Snohomish, so you know. We're 20 minutes, 25 minutes away from the shop down Highway 9. Well, we start getting these calls out, and this is back when it was October, and the year in this year of October, about two, three years ago, it was like 65 degrees inexplicably every day for two weeks. Oh, yeah. It was the wa- really warm, that. like, summery yeah. October. So we get handed a paper. We're headed to Carnation. You know where that is? Yep. Yeah, that's like an hour. Yeah, uh, Sound Girl. That's like a Carnation right. a little bit. It's an it's a beautiful like if you go take a bike out Harley or whatever it's yeah. a beautiful hour you know two hour drive down and back it's about a one way hour trip for race it's about an hour and a half hour and forty five minutes mm-hmm. with no traffic so we get told we're going to Carnation we've never been out there before we go to head out there and the day we get out there it's October we've had two weeks of sixty five degree weather and the day we get out there it's thirty degrees. <laughs> like, we went 65, 65, 65, 65, and 30. Like, we just dropped 30 degrees literally overnight. And we are freezing our asses <laughs> off. And here's... There were multiple curses that happened. I lost a drill there. I lost an impact driver. That Actually, my impact driver got stolen. My second impact <coughs> driver fell off of a... Um, fell off of a the attic, and the clip went missing. Like, the clip that lets you hook it to your belt. Yeah. Yeah. That went missing. And oh. then I put a screw through my finger one day. Again, and it, so here's the other part of the curse. Every We call it Winter Wonderland because every time we went there, no matter, regardless of year, regardless of month, didn't matter, it would freeze. Mm-hmm. Here's one other problem. And the biggest problem with this plot. Whenever we got there, they had a problem with getting their roofers to get their asses in gear. So what happens in Washington 99% of the time? Rain. It rains. So what happens when you get rains nonstop and then you show up to a job site without a roof on? Everything's waterlogged out. You have a skating rink for a house. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I'm not kidding. There was half an inch of ice almost everywhere in these houses every time we went there. It, it was ridiculous. What did you say to your supervisor cool. when that when he walked into this place? Oh, they told they straight up told us they're like, if you don't feel comfortable, you can leave. But Thanks. me and Race are daredevils and don't give a fuck. So I'm like walking on these. You brought like, your ice skates. Oh yeah. Well, not only that, but then like I'm getting up in the attic. And the best part is he took a picture of me at one point and said I look like the guy from Assassin's Creed because I have a hood on, a mask on, my whole face is covered except for my eye slit. But I'm up in the attic, crouched down on top of the, um, whatchamacallits, the two-by-fours that run... The, the joists. The joists. Thank you, for fuck's sake. I don't know why I missed that. But the joists are covered in ice, so I'm trying not to slip and slide around on those while I'm 20 feet in the air. And the best part is, and then we go down to the crawl space. Well, what happens when you just have... It's plywood down and then no roof clay all the water goes into the crawl space and freezes so downstairs we we had a joke we would crawl down to the crawl space and we needed to move a puddle we just pick it up and throw it because it was frozen <laughs> solid and here's the other thing we and this is again i can't bitch about this job site enough we had one system and tell me if this makes sense to you which direction does hot air travel up okay furnace is in the attic first mistake we ever made and the, not that we made the choosing. These are the plans. The supply line, which is a 16-inch piece of pipe that carries all the air, right. goes 20, 30 feet over, drops down 10 feet into a garage, comes back into the house, and then goes down into the crawl space, and then shoots a 40-foot trunk line across the house to, to heat the house. So you basically have like what 100 feet fuck? of pipe from a furnace for it to get... From upstairs, across the house, downstairs, into the main air, living area, back down to the crawl space, and then 40 feet across, and that's how you heat the house. Would it have fit in the crawl space? Oh, no, it wasn't that it didn't fit. It was that you have that much... You have a furnace that's pushing air, and it's got a fan in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got to push it. It'd be like yeah, you yeah. blowing through 100 feet of straw right. to try to heat up whoever it is 100 feet away. It was the most inefficient design I have ever seen in my fucking life. And almost all the houses were like this. And it was a winter one. Never once did we have a warm day out there. Or that a tool didn't get stolen. Or somebody didn't stick a screw through their finger. Or it was just like we were going to die if we stayed on that job site. Every time. And they're, they're random. So like at, a, at the HVAC company what happens is you might get a carnation house one day. And you get a Bothell house the next day, and then a carnation again. And like, it's not about. It's just right. about when you get one done, you just go to the next one that's available. And every time we went out there, it was freezing below or below. Someone got massively injured, or a tool got stolen, and we basically crawled through ice the entire fucking time. Uh, sorry, say that again. You crawled through rice. Ice. 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 You. Sorry, you don't have your... your no, no, I don't. The, the oh, battery side, I left them in my car. And yeah, so back I, up! You beat me to it. <laughs> God damn it. Cody? What was yours? So, yeah, how does how does that work? How are with buses? Do you, are, you, so, do you, are you assigned to just your or bus? Is it, or is it the route? Okay, so... To answer your guys' question, so before the school year starts, there's something called bid day. You pick a route and you pick a bus, and that is what you are assigned through the whole year. When your bus goes a certain amount of miles, it goes to the shop, gets its service, then you get a, a sub bus until you're done. Or if your bus goes on a field trip, 
and somebody takes it and you have to use a different bus, you just use a sub bus. So that would explain why, like, sometimes throughout the school year, we just, for a week, we would just have yeah. a random bus that didn't Correct. It's either in the shop, it's being used for a different purpose, mm. or it broke. Party full of strippers? Jesus Christ, get one. A school bus? I've only seen Why not? That, I've only seen that in one video, and it didn't look comfortable. What? A school bus used for sex. Well, I wasn't saying sex, but strippers. Then, so yeah. Yeah, strippers. So where were you going with strippers? <sighs> we don't even talk about that. <laughs> I already told you guys when I run a party bus, you're paying me to drive it. Yeah. Why would we have you drive it? Yeah, we're gonna have you in it. In it. Yeah. You're gonna be so. I'm not becoming Mr. Cuddles with fucking strippers on the pole. Oh, I wasn't no, gonna. No, no, no. I wasn't We're thinking just... Mr. Cuddles. Oh, I was now we have a new goal. Face <laughs> deep in a mountain of cocaine. We already know that, that I ain't taking drugs from Thomas's friends in, in in Vegas with for my birthday party next year. It's gonna be fun. Oh, I, my oh, whole goal you, is just to get Mr. Cuddles here. <laughs> I'm gonna run away as fast as possible. Mr. You're gonna see this fat man go to water, 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 water down the strip. Or yeah, in hugging every prostitute he sees along the way. <laughs> the gay prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to run to them. They'll become yeah, fucking to me. Listen, they'll be trying to hug him. Anyway, so what was yours? So mine was I had to go into Idaho and help out a. You know what? You know. Utah. Yeah, you are a hoe. Utah. Anyway, so we had to go help a school district out in Idaho because they were still going to school and they were having a shortage of bus drivers because mm-hmm. they were just quitting for whatever reason. So the company that I worked for, which technically worked for it, was contracted to a school district, sent me over and said, hey, just go help them out for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So this school district didn't really have a policy because if you had a part fall off your bus... You would call and say, hey, my muffler's gone. Is the bus still operating properly? Yeah. Okay, keep going. What the... So, at this point, I'm going, okay, this, sound, this, this is going to be lovely. So, one day, I'm driving a bu- said bus in just a little away from Coeur d'Alene. My bus completely just shuts down. I go to the engine bay, all my belts have been snapped. My bus oh, will not move. I can already tell the timing belt's gone, the rotary belts are gone, and my transmission is leaking. Lovely. I call into Was base. there anything that was working? The AC. I was going <laughs> to say, the air conditioning. Guess what? There's no AC on buses. It's called the window. <laughs> or, you have, oh, or you have shit. a small fan up front. No, those didn't work. <laughs> those yeah, were those broken. Were, yeah, see, that's the actually. Part. Wait, no, they weren't even inside the bus. I say the fans were for the were the defroster on the buses. So that's what they're meant for, right? But during the summertime, when you're in that little goddamn little Twinkie, you have both those fans on you. Which one's that? That scotch. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you're welcome. I put there for a reason. Anyway, so I call into base and say, "Hey, none of this stuff is on the bus anymore. It's like a half mile down the road because that's when I just kept coasting down." And then he says, like, well, can you put them back on? I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not a mechanic. And not only, you don't understand. They're gone. They're ripped. <laughs> I can't put these back. One of the people in the office is like, well, can't you just duct tape the belts back together? <laughs> and I was like, do I need to call the police? <laughs> you really are an idiot. <sighs> so a tow truck driver... Which, if you guys have never seen a tow truck actually tow a bus, it is actually quite hilarious because this tow truck is massive. 
but he comes up to me and I tell him this whole entire story and he just goes, my God, no wonder all the bus drivers are leaving. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's pretty much like the sum of my story. Like, I do have another one where I actually, I actually worked in Spokane and that's, um, we had this one specific bus. If you just pressed one fucking button, the whole entire bus would sound like you're in Vietnam. <laughs> like you would hear what, like what the mu- the muffler. It would sound like you're shooting bullets. So it was backfiring the whole time. Oh yes, and, 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 and what was actually the funniest is that if you would nail the gas after you press this button, it almost sounds like Gary's truck. No, nice. It would do this like really deep ass roar, but you're going like five miles an hour. <laughs> Gotcha. And actually, when I was actually driving this bus, I actually um, tried to drag race a Mustang. In a bus? In a bus. I won for half the block. <laughs> so what, was, was the bus empty? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was only me inside of it. But even though I won half the block, after he passed the next light, I saw like, a policeman just go out and go after him. Nice. And as I'm passing, I'm going, do, 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 bye, bye. Because I knew the police officer there. His name was um, Officer John. Jeez. He was a nice, swell guy. I want to say that it's... Troll? Troll Brothers? Oh, Troll Brothers? TV. TV. Good old TV. They're uh, crawl spaces. Mm. What crawl spaces? (laughs) Some of them are huge. Other ones are like... I have to dig. Depends on the city and county. Yes. But with this said predicament, usually... They're always no nobody no person friendly, and, and yeah. not even the skinniest bitch couldn't fit through. These. They're not even midget friendly. No, <laughs> not even dwarf. They prefer friendly. little people. Midget, fucking south south pole elves. South pole elves. These play, like no matter what, whether it would be fucking up north in like Marysville, down south in Carnation, or for. The life of me if I had to go down to like the Tacoma area Ugh. and pray, pray repeatedly to your God before you did. Yep. Please and, let me go home. Because as soon as soon as you just poke your head down there, like it was like an episode of Supernatural, just around the, like Scooby Doo, even just <laughs> just to, to see how how your day is gonna go. <laughs> to, to picture how much beer you're gonna have to buy on your way home. <laughs> just to drink to away the memory of the house, and it's it's like the trying to fit ten pounds of like shit in a five pound bag, in like a brown bag. Does that make you the shit though? Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to squeeze my fat ass. <laughs> Always. How, and, how big were you at the time? I was two eighty. Damn. What do you know? How much you know? Three ten. Oh okay. Oh wow. COVID-19 weight. <laughs> yep. The, the COVID-19. I've lost I'm weight. I'm like your five pounds. Fuck you. But yeah, the, no matter what, it, it was either the layout was shit for gas piping. The layout was shit, period, in any of those houses. Yeah. So it was, it was that or the crawl spaces were just garbage because you can, couldn't fit a damn thing, let alone trying to snake flexible gas pipe because heaven forbid you, you were ballsy enough to put black iron pipe down there and like they do now 
They make it a requirement. Do they? Yeah. Oh. What do you have to do? Get it down in three foot chunks? <laughs> And then thread there's it all no, together with nipples? Yeah, there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's no the way. The openings alone were never big enough to put my my fucking no. torso you in. Know, you know what they do now? Is they open up one of the vents and just hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, geez. so for those of you that don't know, most black iron pipe comes in 20-foot lengths. And for those of you that have half a brain in your skull, know that getting a 20-foot piece of pipe down into a crawl space... Is a bitch. Ain't gonna happen unless you dig a ditch four feet deep to get it in there. Mm. I had I had one of theirs, and Race still thinks it's one of the funniest days ever. But I went down there, and not only was it small, but it had mold on every floor joist. Oh yeah, and there was no My black. Favorite. So those of you that have gone into a crawl space, there's black tarp on the bottom. No black tarp, so I'm just crawling on dirt and mud all day long. There's weeds growing up because there's so much moisture, and there is mold on every floor joist, and I'm just breathing it in. I get over back over to the hole, I get my job done, and Race is like, hey, let's go, over the hole. And all he sees, like a cartoon, he just sees the open hole area, and he hears, fuck this, drill pops up, lands on the deck, fuck this, another drill pulls up, lands on the deck, fuck this piece of shit, and it's a piece of, like, just, just like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, and just tools are flying out of this hole like a magical portal to nowhere. <laughs> Reminds me of a cartoon mechanic when he's working on the car and you just see parts flying out from behind him. It's exactly him. what it was. And then he slams the hood. And exactly. All he's doing is hitting no, it with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, you can walk down, you got you got your cuggies on, and then you, you got everything tapes up. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to have anything leak. And then you got your little carrying case with all your screws and your fucking... Um, little satchel. Just your, your shit of like drills and stuff. Or, or your plumber's tape, and just whatever you're going to need. And no matter w- how organized you were, everything always fell out. <laughs> Any, like, especially... Show us your tits! Houses? I don't even leave this fucking bitch out. Yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers, and just their layout of the house in general, no matter where I was, I could be in the fucking attic, I can be in the fucking crawl space... I always dropped screws, <coughs> and no matter what, it was always a uh, yard sale. Everywhere, at, fucking everywhere. And then, <laughs> and my luck was always, oh, I'll just pick, okay, sweep, sweep, sweep. And then by the end of the day, my shit was more sawdust than screw. Yep, or dirt. Or dirt, and then the top it off. I would always, it's kind of like the the, the mechanics and NIC, as soon as you open it, you look Mm -hmm. like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. That was was me with fucking pipe dope. Yeah. Oh, At these places, because you always dropped it, because there was never enough room to go anywhere. Now, I mean, I do a different thing for these houses, too, now that I work in a different department for this, this company that both of you used to work at. Um, Bye. Yeah. Soon it will be that way. But um, recently alone, in like the last four months, I've had a lot of problems with just TV because it's just been... And it doesn't matter what job site. It's every job site. Everyone. No, they're always... Here's the only thing I can say for them. When I was in PVC, just running the PVC line wasn't too bad. Running the uh, line set wasn't too bad. But that had to depend on the laborers. Right. The line, the the layouts for those two were okay. Anything else, you might as well put a gun to your now, head. Now, for me, it's always been like the problem I've had with with P has been 
uh, with Ulti has been more along the lines of timing. I get to a play. I had a full day. I had a full day of five rough hits, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were all at different plats too. Of course, every single one of them was not ready. <clears throat> I was done at ten o'clock. Oh damn! And I ha- I was expecting not to get home until six, and I get I get out to one. Oh, the the plumbing and HVAC's not in. Oh great! I get out to another one. Wait, the plumbing wasn't in. And they were already doing HVAC. Mm-hmm. No, they weren't. They didn't have either in. Okay, for those of you that aren't in the construction world, in residential, plumbing always comes first because they have to have a slope on all their drain pipes. If HVAC plumbing is, comes second. If, if plumbing isn't in, no one goes in. Right. That's just a sad yep. part. So, I get out to that one, there's no plumbing or HVAC. Alright, well I can't do shit because they need to do their crap first. I get out to another one. There's absolutely no vapor barrier or windows. I'm like, well Christ, if I'm running wire, it has to be waterproof. It has to yep. be... Uh, waterproof in a way yep. so if there's there has to be a, mo- a moisture barrier up yep and that is at bare minimums roof and windows in they ain't windows sorry i'm not doing the job nope. and it was like that all day long yep. all day long and but the thing about tv is at least they're on time with their shit but the problem is you can get everything done to what they want Three days later, they're going to call you screaming, well, why didn't you put it in this location? I don't know. You didn't put it on the plans. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them that we went out to was out in Gate Harbor. We actually had to pull off of it because, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Gary's I, I, just shaking his head. Yep. No. Yep. Um, we had to pull off of it because there was so much mold in the house. Oh, Every yeah. beam had black mold on it. Fuck that. So they got half, it's the crew that was on it actually did half the house and they were having problems breathing so much that they were coughing the whole time. I fucking wonder why. Yeah. So they got off and I, I shit you not, the, the site soup was like going, well, why don't you just wear a mask? I'm like, dude, it's not fucking healthy for me to be in there. And how are you going to sell this place when it, it's full of mold? That's illegal. Yeah. Um, what happened was they actually tore down the bitch and rebuilt oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it had plumbing, it had HVAC, yeah, it had all this happens. stuff. How Not often. Like, because I know that, because I know it when we talked about, um, upwards of 30 grand, we yep. talked about my buddy Race or somebody accidentally clipped a plumbing pipe and yeah. molded out the entire inside of a house and had to tear it down. It doesn't happen often. No. You hardly ever see it. But when it does happen, it's Bad. Most of the time with these new con jobs that you do see mold, it's, it's usually just surface mold. Yes. Just because of the moisture just this sitting one, there. It was yeah. embedded in every stud. Yeah. And it was mainly because the roof, uh, for some reason, the roof guys didn't come out for a week, and that whole week yep. it just poured. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the number one problem. in HVAC, And that's the other problem. In HVAC, we have a gas furnace to put in with electronic components in it. And we're putting holes in the thing. And not right. like, you know, not like we're sitting there drilling random holes, but there are specific cutouts in a furnace and that we have to go. Yeah. And knockouts that we have to knock out. So they specifically tell us, and they, this is, I didn't mention this earlier, <coughs> we're not supposed to install anything, furnace included, if there's no roof on. Because in Washington it rains, right. and, so, and most of the duct you put in and insulation immediately ruined soaked. by water mm-hmm. and soaked. So you're not supposed to do anything with without windows or roofs in. Almost every house we went into that didn't have a window in, we did anyway. But they almost made that a policy because it was an issue. Mm-hmm. And there was one house that we did that was in Monroe. 
and only once this happened at this plot, and they didn't have... Oh, and for the record, when I say they don't have the roof on, let me explain. The wood is there. But the there's plywood. An the yeah. plywood. But there's an entire section right at the middle that doesn't have right. a strip there. And there's four by four inch square cutouts for your bathroom fans and vents. Those aren't there either. So basically you have a connect the dots roof. Right. So there is a piece of plywood there, but the whole house is getting soaked anyway. And, gotcha. it's, and that furnace can't get wet or it won't ever start. Yeah. And the insulation can't get wet. None of that shit. It's you, bad. The requirement for us to be in it is more along the lines. There has to be uh, tar paper and shingles up yeah. for us to go into a house to install this stuff. Exactly. For HVAC. Now, for me, it's like like I said, it has to be moisture-proof. So I have to have vapor barrier and windows up. Mm -hmm. And that's any wiring. I always found it funny with Ulti that they would send electricians in when the roof is being put on. There's no vapor barrier up and no windows. And I'm just oh, like yes. going... You fucking kidding me? Why the hell are you guys in here? Most of the time that I've had that problem was with the MF. Oh, are you oh, yeah. fucking kidding me? No, he spilled beer I all over beer all over my phone, and I just have to say, how tasty is that Samsung? <laughs> no, it's, it's the opposite. It tastes, of how good the it's, beer is. It tastes like um, this be a good time. Tastes to like tranny fluid and grease. Hey, just so real quick, since we're talking about spilling beer and Max licking his phone because it's so good, um, we do go to a place in Snohomish right now, the uh, Old Inn that we talk about. Uh, the Old Inn Tavern at 502 Third Street in Snohomish, Washington has been closed because of COVID. Um, maybe by the time you hear this episode, it'll be open again. But Josh's Taps and Caps is where we're going for our alcohol because they have growlers and stuff to go. They're an amazing place. They have 30 taps to pick from, and they're constantly rotating. If a keg runs out... There's a chance that beer might come back, but immediately right away they have a new one to replace it. And they have everything from blondes to tonight we have a hazy pale ale, two scotch ales, stouts. Um, they always have at least five or six ciders on hand. And they're nice. fucking But delicious. I mean our go-to if we can't get from them is something from Elysian, which is amazing in itself. So Right. So yeah, so Josh's Taps and Caps is where we're going. We got a scotch ale, a hazy pale ale, and they are very good. And that's why Max is licking his phone to get every drop. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, and just to save your phone. I think we're done bitching about our our HVAC industry for a minute, right? I don't know. Well, I could keep. I, I could keep going. Let's get, let's I know get, you guys can keep going. You guys can talk. Going. You can bitch and moan about that company all fucking day long. Oh yeah. So, I had a hell of a job this week working on a 1994 Ford Ranger. And great years of Gen One. <clears throat> um. This this car came in needing a uh, had a grinding noise in the transmission, uh, and it came in about a week and a half ago, and we drove it. Sure enough, fourth and fifth gear, it's just grinding to hell. So the thing about that year in that car with the manual transmission, nobody has them. Mm, they are true. nowhere. I know because I'm looking for a C5, C4 right now. And so my boss finally finds a wrecking yard down in Oregon, down near Oregon, that has one. He has to drive all the way down there, pick it up, drive all the way back. Okay, where in Oregon? I gotta know. How uh, far? You're Portland or like Hillsboro? I don't, I don't think it was that far over the border because okay. uh, this last time, and I'll get to it, he had to go to Vancouver 
and then go down to Oregon. So oh, I think so the wrecking like guard. Was, I think the wrecking guard was more in Vancouver, Washington. So just one, just and on the one side of the other. Yeah, yeah. And Far so he gets he gets back, and this transmission is a pain in the ass unless you cut the exhaust or drop the manifolds, which nobody wants to drop manifolds because exhaust bolts break mm-hmm. all a the lot. time really easily. And so we tried to avoid messing with the exhaust system at all. And by the end of this job, I was really tempted to just cut the exhaust and have it done with. But we get another transmission in it. He comes back a week later and he's like, it's making that noise again. Oh, no. Jesus. Oh, shit. So one transmission shit out on us. So what, what caused that grinding noise? Use. Just you, so yeah, there's just, not just, there's just an end problem. Yeah. And so is just, that is that like when it gets old, it starts to do yeah. that, and it's like well, it's just break squealing. Think, you, think, about, think about your shoes. It's right. the bearing. Yeah. Um, but this is like the synchros are were like going bad, and the gears were grinding. But this so only just think like the longer that you walk in your shoes, right. the more it wears down the the sole, right? Right. Okay, so it's kind of the same. So thing. it's like like I said, it's like it's like brakes. Eventually, you get a noise, yeah. but with this, it's the transmission, and part yeah. of it's like, all right, you're fucking. Usually, down. it lasts a lot longer. Then your brakes. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not supposed to go a week and then have the and same then, problem. But we're also working with used and used parts here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. And so my boss is like, all right, well, we now have to pull this transmission out for a second time. Pain in the ass because there's not enough room between the body of the car mm-hmm. and the exhaust. So the transmission gets, you can pull it back probably about five inches and it gets pinched. Oh, okay. And once we had finally gotten it out, there's a pinch weld that runs along the body. We had to flatten that all out to get the transmission to go back in. And Fuck. even then, it still took us using pry bars to prying down on the exhaust and like pulling the transmission up and over to get it in and out. Jesus. So tell yeah. me again, why do you hate Fords? <laughs> Because <laughs> they're a pain in the fucking ass to work on. <laughs> Good thing they're going under. <clears throat> it might be bought by Volkswagen. That's just conspiracy, though. Oh, they, they will be the um, quintessential biggest car company on the planet. So, my boss on Tuesday had to go back down to Oregon, pick up, return both of the cores that we had already gotten, bring up a transmission that one of the wrecking yard guys had kind of rebuilt mm-hmm. and we, we had seen it apart. Everything looked brand new. It all looked good. Looked perfect. Wait for it. We get it all the way back in. That's what she said. We get, we go to put the transfer case on, which goes on the end, gives you the four wheel drive. Okay. Yeah. And we can't get it in. It splines. So the shaft has splines on it, and the other oh, side no. has female splines. We oh, can't, but no. it won't, it won't line up. So the it's how, holes, how off is the, it? It's off probably about half an inch. It's oh. a mid, it's a or, sorry, sorry, no, no, it's it's off probably about like because there's also a dowel that has to go into the transmission that helps you line everything up. Okay, and that dowel was off by probably about a quarter of an inch. Okay, so that's not it's not terrible, but something's off. Yeah, please. And don't so we were we were looking we were looking at it. We were looking at it like, what are we doing wrong? We have done this. Tra- we have taken the transfer case off and put it back on four times now. 
there's no way what we are doing is wrong. Should we and see we have, we have me, wrong? my boss, and baby giraffe mm-hmm. all on this transmission. This on this transfer case, all of our hands are on there. We're lifting it up and shaking it and twisting it and shoving it in, and we're like, okay, pull it off. My boss is like, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. And so we pull the tail shaft off, <laughs> and we, we start looking at it, and we're like, all right, all right, everything looks brand new. And we so we started to turn it, and all of a sudden we realize our hand is going like this <laughs> as we turn it. The main, the main shaft, right at the end, because there's a, the tail section of the body of the transmission has a seal where the main shaft goes through and you hook it up to the transfer case. Right. Just on this side of the seal, it was bent. The main shaft of the transmission is fucking bent. <laughs> and so it turns out, <laughs> after two trips to Portland and back, no, three. Three that trips. Was three trips. And for the record, for those of you that aren't that are at home and can't see or hear it, Thomas and Gary's faces are red because oh. they've been silently laughing and covering oh, their mouths the whole time because oh. they knew exactly what was wrong <laughs> and they are losing their shit. So my boss is looking at it like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Because he's the one that's driving down. Right. He is the one that's been driving down and back. Which I mean, if you're the boss of the company. Okay, I kind of get you driving there instead of sending one of your guys who's just gonna lottie fucking doll the whole time. <laughs> Drive all the way to Oregon back. Yeah, and what sucked even more is my sister was coming up for my birthday, which happened on Wednesday. Thank you, all of you who wished me a happy birthday. Fuck you. <clears throat> um, Gary hasn't given you your spankings yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, quarter, well, hold on, hold on. This story is not done yet. Okay. So he finally gets back down there, and he finds out that the guy that had put the transmission together had used multiple transmissions to work with. Oh, fuck. And, you know, if you weren't looking for a bent shaft... That's what she said? You weren't going to find one. That's what she said. <sighs> So, so, he gets down there, he has to get down there at 8.30 yesterday morning to pick up a transmission from the wreck yard and then continue to Oregon to the guy's shop, have him rebuild it, oh, and then come no. all the way back up. We get it all installed and good, and Please tell me we go to drive it. And it sounds like Ass. absolute fucking garbage. Because <laughs> come to find out, one of the noises that we were chasing is actually in the fucking transfer case. And it sounded like that it was trying to engage into four-wheel drive while you're driving down the fucking road. <laughs> and so last fucking minute today... We had to go to another wrecking yard. Thank God that transfer cases are more easy to find than the actual transmission. Is it a vacuum lock transfer case? No, uh, it's a Bob no, Warner 1354. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it was. Gear <laughs> fucking money. He obviously knows his Ford parts. Well, he's got to look he for can more obviously time. tell one brown piece of shit from another brown piece of shit. <laughs> well, he's got to replace him so often. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the shit turns. It's all the shit turns. 
This noise wasn't like a grinding noise. It sounded like, you know when you were a kid and you put a, a playing card in the spokes of your bike? Yeah. And the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with like metal, with like a metal card. Okay. Oh. Tink, tink, Lord. Yeah, we, we finally got it done at like 4.30 today. Dude, oh, we, on our last job site, we had, so I was working on the high school project out in, uh, I, I think I should stop saying with city, but anyway, Lake Stevens High School. We had a general contractor out there, and everybody knows them to be a pain in the ass now that I've been on their job site. And it's and here's the funny thing. They have amazing people working for them. Great people. I didn't have a single problem with anybody that worked for this general contractor. And neither and my father has worked with them many times and loves their people. But there is something about that company that just cannot figure itself out. And to the point that my foreman at one point, we were having breakfast, the high school cafeteria people and the choir literally made us breakfast for 350 guys that were working on the job site. And we had coffee, you name it, it was there. Was this like the powdered eggs that we had at uh, No, legit food and uh, biscuits and gravy and coffee and bacon. Any breakfast food you could think of, quiche, it was there. Like, we, we basically had... You don't oh, like quiche? No, I hate on, quiche, too. It's good. I, like I hate quiche. quiche me and Gary... Good shit. Isn't it okay. just, like, scrambled egg? It, and... it's, it is, but it tastes like shit. Me and, me and Gary on the non-quiche side. The other three are on the quiche Dude, side. Dude, it's... It, I don't it, care. It's, it's scrambled, food like, food. scrambled egg, bagel... Yeah, like, but it has to taste good bites. to go in my mouth. Vagina's vagina, but it has to taste good to go in my mouth. And smell That's because you're just... Never complain about my dick when I get off of work. That's a good point. Um, But... I. And everybody I worked with personally, I loved on this job site, and I hope they're, you know, I hope they're all doing well. And listen. But, oh, dude. But I, there was, the, blanking. Fuck a duck. I totally had the story in my head, too. Well, fuck a duck. Well, fuck a duck. Actually, actually, I'm going to go and uh, fuck a duck. God damn. Oh, so that's what it was. So, the problem was... That's right. how it brought it back, Jesus. So there's, thank you. So the Are problem, you into bestiality? No. <laughs> was that for me to No. Know? Ducks, male ducks have a nine-inch corkscrew barbed penis. No, thank you. And whenever they have thank sex... Thank you for that factoid. I don't, are, can we get back like, to the story? <laughs> whenever they have sex, they actually are raping the female every time. That's why they're, evolutionary-wise, they have created this penis. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, we don't need to. No, problem, we're good. The, <laughs> Gary I have caused Gary to punch himself in the head. I am so happy with myself. Hey, it's not as bad as what koalas do. I know. But anyway, so they... Get the problem would be awesome. The biggest problem with this company was the lack of organization and coordination between trades. So you have drywallers, framers, electricians, HVAC, iron workers... Every trade known to man, paint, carpet, whatever, are all on the same job site because certain parts of the job site are getting done at certain times or different times than others. So everyone's working. There is not a single trade that's missing. And we got to the point where we're literally working on top of each other to the point to where, and I'll tell you the funniest story, but for example, there's a room the size of Thomas's apartment. Okay, and it's the main like lobby area for the for the locker rooms. It's basically it's the main hangout area where the parents would be and all that waiting mm -hmm. for kids because we're working on the pool as well. We have five scissor lifts, four trades, and twelve guys in that room trying to put up steel framing, drywall, HVAC, 
plumbing, pipe fitting, and electrical. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And it, the room is maybe 30 by 30. I mean, I can, all I can, maybe. All I can hear from this is like a lot of people just screaming out, Get off my dick! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, and... And like, and like I said... And of it, course, no trade likes the other trade. No, that's yeah. the difference. That's the thing. On our... That is one misconception. On, at least on this job site, everyone got along swimmingly. We uh -huh. were... It was amazing how well we got along. Well, it's we most of the time other, we do. We it's like the military other. branches. No, no. It's it's not at all. It's quite different. So uh, <laughs> if you want me to explain it, I will. But it's nothing no, like no, the military branches. But we, we literally did get along with everybody really well, which is why we didn't end up killing anybody or burying them in the swimming pool concrete that we redid. But it got so bad that at one point, because here's here's why it all worked out, because everything that went wrong was the general's fault. So all the trades were getting along because we all had a common enemy. Uh, so it's like <laughs> all the military point. branches in the same room, and then the Air Force shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> to the point that me and another apprentice, who's an awesome dude, were on the second floor working on one of the bathrooms, putting in the urinals and doing all the finish work. The third way, the third stairwell, there's three stairwells, so the north stairwell is closed because the iron workers are welding on it, so we can't go up or down. Okay, that's fine. The far south stairwell got closed, and we all knew this, so the only the middle stairwell is left open because the carpenters are putting a stairway up so that we can basically have stairs, and they're also putting in the elevator there. So that's where the elevator's at. The elevator guy's got to work. Halfway through the day, before lunch, we go to get down the second and the middle stairwell and realize they've just closed that off because the framers and drywallers have their scaffolding up. And if you know anything about OSHA, you're not allowed to go under or around scaffolding. Right. So we literally are trapped on the second floor while all three stairwells are closed. And we call our boss and go... Get this shit figured out, or we are dragging up. Because there is no reason for us to be trapped on the second floor waiting for safety regulations. Were windows installed yet? Yes. Oh. Glass was in. The, and here's... I was so, going to say, just propel outside. No, <laughs> you guys have the scissor lift? Grab a, grab a, grab a yo-yo and a harness and jump that bitch. No, you guys should have done was tied all of the scissor lifts together and stuck them out the window right and then lowered all down. of them but see and this is the thing is this general contractor again great amazing nice people but they couldn't seem to figure out like one guy was in charge of all of it but he couldn't seem to figure out that all three stairwells were closed at the same time like he could not put that together Moron. because in the in every morning we had a meeting hey by the way the north and south stairwells are going to be closed the middle one's the only one that's going to be open Great, we can work with that. No big deal. Middle of the day, middle stairwell gets closed. How did you not think that that might be a problem? See, we had a we had a salesman as well that had this kind of issue uh, with generators. Head stuck up, hassery. Yeah, a lot. Uh, and it wasn't C. It was somebody else that came from our sister company. Every time I saw his name, and Gary knows exactly. <laughs> Gary's what I'm shaking about. his head so vigorously. But I wish we had videos so we could see all yeah. of Gary's reactions. Well, we're gonna do that soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, but the thing was, anytime we saw his name, it was just like, "Great, this is gonna be the biggest shit show yeah, around." Today is done. Um, but me and Daniel had to go out and pre-inspect all of these things, so he already sold it. Oh and no! And we get there. And I'm just like going, well, get ready for a whole lot of no. <laughs> <laughs> get, 
Get ready for a CBS lotion <laughs> run tonight because you're going to get a whole lot of notes. See, and, and, and here's what I think a lot of people don't know is because, at least in residential, you have, if you have a sales guy come out, they come out, they tell you approximately how the job is going to be done. They give you the best options to do it in and so on and so forth, how long it's going to take. They give you the crash 101 so that you as a homeowner aren't blindsided. They promise everything under the sun. And it baffles me. That like with my rat story from a while ago, right. that homeowners, when they tell them, hey, they're probably going to run this through the crawl space, don't clear off the crawl space access. Like they told you how this was going to be done and you still didn't have the sense to think, oh, wait, I should probably get that shit out of the way. Or hide your porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if your porn is in the crawl space? Too bad. They're telling you they're going in the crawl space. Yeah. Hide your crawl space somewhere, or porn somewhere else for a but day. But we can't let the wife know that we have the tranny gender tranny porn Bury it. in the crawl space. And it's too much of a risk to move it to the attic. Put so, it in a safe. Okay. Next to her Valentine's Day gift yes. that we forgot about two years ago. Moving on. So this one job that Gary knows in particularly because it was Princess's... Uh, now husband's boss. Wow, this princess has some stories. Um, so here's the thing: he was promised everything, everything under the sun. He was including, gonna get including, he had including the, the, the owner's wife, owner's the daughter. full heating treatment from uh, as far as generators were concerned. You want to know why? They pulled out was, the red carpet for this motherfucker. You want to yeah. know why? Because he was doing the owner's daughter. No, he wasn't. No, no. no it was, it was the her husband's boss. It was oh. her. It was her husband's boss. Oh. Yeah, they pulled. So he was doing the. He got order. one hell of a deal too. Oh, oh my no. god. So, they promised everything under the sun for him, right. and it was like, oh, it's gonna power the whole house and all this stuff. And it's like I'm the outbuilding. I'm like, wait, dude, you have a 400 amp service. There's no fucking way unless you do two. <laughs> and he's just like, but they said one would be enough. I'm like, nope. no, no, no. Well. Come to find out, ha like, before we even start this job, we call up PUD to see if we can even, uh, so that we can schedule to get it disconnected from the street. Get the, like, the electricity disconnected. Yes. So, so that we can, yes, so that we don't die. Okay. That's a different story than Pink all missed. together. Yes. <laughs> um, Love to see that. Somebody uh, actually sticks a knife in the wrong outlet and, and just goes... <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Gary's got videos. Uh, oh, I'm so looking that up online. I haven't had a, a close encounter with that, but that's a story for a different day. Okay. Um, the thing was, there on these older homes, uh, usually the electrical code now is if you have a multi-panel uh, service for your house. So if you have over 200 amps, the uh, the distribution box. For that the whole system has to be outside with the meter okay question what is the average that you have seen amperage for a house it's well the gold standard is 200 okay gold standard is about 200 for no a house. it is 200 it okay is. 200 for a house okay so if you have yeah if you have more than that if you it's and it goes up by 200 each time okay so, so i already see at 400 yeah we're at 400 i we're at 400 amps for this house and I have seen it be, go all the way up to 800. So how big is a 400 amp house give take? It can... It all depends on what's in it. I've all seen... the amount of shit that's in it. I've seen 3,000 square foot houses that have two panels. Okay. And this is... This is maybe 4,000 square foot house. 
So it's a bigger house, though. Because yeah, 3,500 square feet. It's a, it's a, it's a bigger house. house, but I mean, like, you can run fine off of 200 amps. Okay. But with the amount of shit that he has, he needed right. the 400. It's like a car that's fully loaded with all the options. Right. Okay. So. They fucking suck. <laughs> in the 90s, because of this, they decided to, because it looked prettier, they made it so that the distribution box would be inside the house. And they would run a wire up to a meter that would be exposed outside. Okay. So that's how you could still uh, read how much uh, electricity is going to the house. Uh -huh. The thing is, if you are going to alter anything on these homes at that point, when you have this box at this day and age, well, sorry to say, you need to rip all that shit out and rerun it. All the wire because you got to bump up the wire gauge? No. Because you need to make it to code now, and it has to be accessible from outside. Oh, no. Next to the meter. No, no. it has to be on the meter. Oh, shit. No. Yeah. So. Me and one I pull up after this point. Yeah. Oh, is that I'm good. the scotch or the haze? That's, That's the scotch. scotch. Um, so, you pull up after this point, which was hilarious in itself, because... I've had enough. Uh, we're just saying this ain't going to happen. And while the owner is like, going, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen one way or another. Wait, Big V was out there with you? No, guys? no, no. This is the owner of the house. Oh. The homeowner. And uh, so we we play it off and like going, all right, the only way you're going to do this is if you have a sub panel for this. Right. And so he's going to have a third panel. Jesus. One for the upstairs, one for the downstairs, and one for the fucking crawl space. No, it's for whatever this is. And it was just... HD tranny porn. It was god-awful for what we had to do to do this. And what I thought was the funniest part of the whole thing was when we came out there the first time, and we had to wait on putting the generator out there because we get out there, and I'm looking at... And I told the guy to begin with, you need 18 inches of clearance from the house to put the generator down. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. No, it's just like a just like an air conditioning unit. You have to have yeah. at least six inches and between the house and, and the air conditioning That's unit. for being accessible to do whatever the hell you need to do service. and for exhaust. It's it's serv it's called service serviceable distance. Yes. That way, if 18 and inches off the house, if they need to get so to the back I of it. So I tell him room. the proper distance for said pad that he needs to pour for the house. We get out there. This looks short. What the hell's going on? I measure it. And I'm looking, um, this don't work. Okay, how short did he make it? Uh, 18 inches short. He put it right up on the house? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and because I told him the dimensions of the unit, of how, like, what we do for these pads. And he puts it to that point, and I'm like going... Do you not remember me saying that you need to have 18 inches of clearance? He goes, you never said that. I never heard that. I'm like, going, it was the first words out of my mouth. And he's just, he just got pissed. Of course he did. Because so the customer's it, always right. Yeah. Well, it was a week later when we came out and finished it. <laughs> Might as well get a chipping hammer and go to town. No, he just added off to the <laughs> Going off that, that reminds me of mine, which was, it wasn't on, it was the 
one of the co-owners of Ulti that we had to do. Oh, that fucker! Is Ulti a? <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't no. Ulti. It wasn't Ulti. It was. It was, it? It was uh, Dr. Ah, that's what it was. Oh. Yeah, that the, fucker. That, the Dr. Other, here's a who. Yeah. Um, yes, he. Uh, so he was like one of those co-owner type of ordeals that we always fucking deal with. And at his place, we did another fucking generator. We it was. I'm so glad I got out before this generator bullshit took hold. <laughs> the so we got there and we're like trying to figure out. Oh yeah, done. We'll be. Oh yeah. We'll By be. the way, that's Mexican speak to how to uh, run a uh, run a line set and everything. <laughs> run a copper line. <laughs> Visualizing <laughs> where everything's gonna go. You speak in whistle. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding. Just well, real quick, Race would do this all the time. He would go. We're just gonna do this and and we're in. And he would only speak in sound effects. It drove me nuts. <laughs> I see that at the shop I, all the time. I learned it so well from Daniel. <laughs> if you spoke if you were Mexican, you would already know what I said. Right. <laughs> so Ole. me and me and, me and Hefe, uh, one eye, we that's we we're like, yeah, we we walked the whole place. We were like Yep, yep, just boom. Bob's your uncle, and then that's a British term. We dude. get the the whole we get every, like as soon as we like yeah we'll, we'll poke out, go up, we'll reduce it, and then straight shoot, shot shoot over. It's a cakewalk, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's supposed to be. You plan it to be a cakewalk, be. right? You're like this will be easy. As soon as we get to the and then ready for the. <laughs> it's police the black guy from police academy <laughs> once we got to the part we realized how's the house connected <laughs> what do you mean how's the house connected no there is so, there's an extension wait, off the it's garage a, it's, a, it's a locked storage attic above the garage and then when you go towards the actual house he built another sub garage and that sub garage there's maybe like like a, a cat alleyway in there no more than like a Gary to half no not even <laughs> less than half remove half my shoulder and you, that's how a much, third of Gary so, so basically with crawl, no floor joists a troll brother's crawl space entrance yes okay with no like floor joists that you could walk on no yeah, yeah. Oh. and we have the lay oh. pipe to to go across the garage that other garage to go down in it shoot across come down that wall and then go outside out. now mind you after he did that i had to go up there and run the main electrical whip for this generator as well <laughs> so and it was just like it was god awful we get it all done we have the, the generator set and we made it look nice. We did really yeah, after he set the pad and pressure all that stuff. treated wood to cage all the, the the gravel in, so then that way when the actual generator's running, it's not like making a god awful noise. So it's like, um, and then we get all said it's not permanent because as soon as we uh, come back the next day, that's when we finally stake it down, make it permanent, hook up the final gas from. <laughs> The gen to the uh, outlet. I could have right decked the guy at this point. He's like, 
that we had the whole fucking uh, like everything like square to go. All we had to do was show up, was connect the gas and wire it. Wire it. What and, do you mean connect the gas? Are you doing a whip to the hard line? Yeah. It, yeah. Just uh, yeah. Just uh, it's a small whip. piece of flex to so go we, into it. We did the. Um, I can't remember the term for it. We did the the gas tee from the generator, uh, the drip lag. Oh yeah, I know. And the, the 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 yeah the drip. Yeah, we did the drip. So then that way we can just do flexible to the outlet that we created to right. go to the main. So for real quick, for those of you that know what we're talking about, if you ever look at your furnace, you have, and this is an example, you have where the gas goes in, and there's a yellow flexible gas hose that connects from a gas pipe into your furnace. That's what he's talking about, but from the generator to the gas pipe that is outside that they created. It's all universal because it's code. You need to have it nowadays yeah. for any appliance, gas well, appliance. It, it's kind of like a it's a safeguard for earthquake and stuff like that. Right. Contaminants, basically. Right. But we get it all squared away, and he shows up with his you know fancy new uh, fucking GMC and gay man Chevy and, and a he, pink tie. No, <laughs> for a job interview. He, he comes out and he's he's looking over it. Yeah, the electrical looks good. You know, gas. Yeah, everything looks good. And then he gets outside. You had it to where I wanted it because I wanted it to be within. You know, these eliminate these two pipes and then just have one big one and have it. You know, uh, consolidate basically. And yeah, you had it right where I ran it. Well, okay, yeah, you know, I understand that this is the problem in the other garage. You know, clearance wise. And then he gets to the outside. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" What the fuck is that fucking thing? I look at I look at one eye and I look at him, and I look, and I do one like the rock look because <laughs> with the eyebrow up in the air. I was about to I was about to throat punch some somebody. Can you smell what Gary is cooking? Because the whole day, we, we everybody was a little livid, even Panda. <laughs> he was very livid. Are you kidding me? He wanted to kill somebody because he it was his fourth time he changed everything. Glenn? Daniel. Daniel. Oh. I didn't know that was his nickname. No, yeah, Panda, yeah, Panda Express is Panda. He oh. always man, he wrote Panda Express. <laughs> so I thought it was illegal. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's uh, run away from the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> he so he look. He's like, what? The, I mean, like, that's the pad. That's what we told you that we were doing from the get go. The sales guy told you what, what we were gonna do. He's like, well, that looks like shit. No, he, he's like going. I was promised concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Because we told it was like it was either concrete. It's either gonna be the pad, or we do this, which company you know standard at the time was this. Yeah. So I don't think you know what it is. Is literally a piece of styrofoam that sprayed is sprayed concrete. with concrete with covering a metal frame. Okay. So the foam is sprayed onto a metal frame, depending on size, and then sprayed in concrete. So it is a concrete pad, but it's actually foam. Okay. Now, the, the funnier and, part is, it's like with this generator, it is built on a pad. Yeah. It is built on a pad, but they want us to put it on gra on gravel so it can settle properly. Right. So the pad okay. sits on gravel because that way the grass doesn't, when you put it on, when you put the pad on gra on grass and then put a generator on top of it or an AC unit, right. it can the sink dirt down settles and it sinks down and then it's on level. Yeah. And especially with an AC unit or a generator, you have a fan. That and if sense. that's on level, you're in trouble. You don't sense. want it to make. You don't want it to sound like your uh, unlevel washing machine, or like your transmission. 
having another flashback to Vietnam. <laughs> I was about to say, when so, you have a bus, sounds like Vietnam, and there's trouble. We had to pull the. This is the biggest generator that we that we carried. Yeah. And it took four of us to move it because it was that heavy, and the guy wanted us to remove everything, remove the gravel, remove the wood that we just set. Mind you, this was like at least. 10 bags of pea gravel. Fuck you. No, it was... Ten. The gravel we carried at the yeah. shop? Yeah. Fuck you. Every 10, gra- 10 every, bags of gravel? I've never used that Every generator life. job required at least 10 to 12. How? Be- because you had to build it up. You had to build it up, and then also... It's all 2x6. How high... It's 2x6 wood. I have built on Issaquah, on 45-degree slopes, the the brick... The Doesn't matter. Concrete walls, and dumped 10 or... Probably five bags of gravel. That's all you needed. Not, yeah, not but it's these. two. It's two by six. It's two by six wood, and it's four foot by three foot. Mm-hmm. I'd shoot a motherfucker. So we had to pull all that, and we took the gravel, put it somewhere else that he said that we could dump it, and then come back like a, a week. It, it took a. a it was a, two a, days. Well, it, it took us close to because we had to. He said it during like the winter time. No, he said it that night, and because that night, but it took X amount of days because yeah. of the weather, because it was raining at the time. And I we stayed until the power came, the power company came back on because you got you motherfuckers left, and we had to stay to make sure that our shit was still working. We did not leave until eight o'clock because of the fucking. Future Sound Energy didn't want to come in and uh, hook us back up because oh, we have an emergency, which was nothing. What do you mean they have an emergency? They had some emergency they had to go take care of, which was really nothing. So wait a minute. So he had you pull out the two by sixes, the gravel, and the foam pad, which is covered. No, in it's it's just, on. It, it's it's built gravel. in onto the thing. But he didn't want what? he didn't want us to use the the, the pad, the foam the gravel pad. pad. Yeah, he just wanted it on the gravel. No, he no, wanted concrete. He wanted, uh, he wanted concrete. concrete. So we concrete. took it all out so he can have uh, people from DR come and pour concrete. Pour concrete. And then we had to get, Then that's when he bitched, uh, unbeknownst to us, that we, he called G. Right. Bitched to G about the whole situation, about how he was promised this, he didn't get this, about how. Uh, our attitudes throughout the entire job towards him was, you know, unsatisfactory, blah, 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 trying to get the princess way. Right. Which eventually he did. He really got that thing for free? Almost. Motherfucker. It's amazing when you act like a spoiled brat to any retail company, construction or otherwise. Yeah, because they don't, they, the company would rather save face than have a yeah. bad review. Well, the other thing was is they, they were basically on their knees for this guy because yep. they wanted to keep the contract with this company. Yep. Right. And the the other thing was is after we were pretty much done, he bitched and moaned about the gas piping for two different reasons. One, he didn't like the way it looked to begin with, and then okay. two for the paint. We yeah, we paint so we uh painted it uh PSE gray. What they paint all their meters, all their outside pipe, that color. The gas meter, the the gray yeah, gas meter. Yeah, yeah, that's the color. We we because uh, right next we to the did, door, my we worked house. side by side with them for so many t- uh, for so long. Me and one eye that he's like, oh, you guys want extra gaskets for the the unions, or you know, you guys want like extra cans of paint? Fuck sure, because no one can get that shit, and if we do, it's expensive. So we get it, and then 
painted all that color on the inside. It's all tidy up. You, you know, everything is like awesome to like uh, to the to the eye. And he like bitched about like everything. Yep. You give you give someone oh, leeway fuck. like a, and here's the problem. Whoa. You give the customers the customer is always right mentality. I they will use that there. against your they will use that to their advantage the, every time. The one thing that I still don't understand that he wanted more than anything else was that surge protector for that whole thing that oh. did absolutely nothing. Not a damn thing. It, it's like he basically wanted a surge protector for his whole panel. And it does dick. No, because it, that's the whole point of a panel is to be a surge protector. Perfectly. Yes, that is exactly because it. Because the reason your breaker switches to the off position and you pop a breaker is because the breaker is a surge protector and that's yeah. it surge protecting when it pops. Yeah, <laughs> and he wanted it for his whole panel. This is the next, kicker. Next, is that your main coming in is also on a breaker. Next week, uh... Remind me to tell you the story of the Russian in my shop that oh, kept Jesus. popping the breaker. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening uh, to another episode of Bar Tools Podcast. Make sure that you love and share our posts on Facebook and Instagram. Or like and share our posts on Instagram. But if you love and share on Facebook, it gives us better ratings. And uh, we are more likely to create more and uh, funnier content for you. and uh, Merchandise. And hopefully eventually get to the point where we can release merchandise for you guys. Um, and at some point, maybe <coughs> down the road, we might even videotape this. And that's, that's the goal to get to. So keep listening, keep liking, loving, sharing. Uh, you can email us and follow us at uh, bartoolspodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook and Instagram at Bar Tools Podcast. And uh, be sure to uh, check out Josh's Taps and Caps in uh, Snohomish, Washington. Now, Cody, send us off. Now, off, you fuck. <laughs>